Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotion promotional offer not available in washington dc at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. God bless you, everyone. Once again. It's Thursday. You know what that means? It's time for Thursday Coast with our friend, the founder of the largest online progressive community, DailyCoast.com, the founder of Civics with a Q, uh, which has a not typical important thing about civics, folks. It's not the typical sampling size of many polls, and it is ongoing. So they've been looking at things for quite some time. And also the host of the ever popular, ever growing podcast, The Brief. Marcos Melitzis joins us once again. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much. Of course, it's a pleasure to have you. Yeah, we were just saying it's been it's been a while. Like our children were toddlers and then now yours is 20 and mine just graduated high school. I mean, (laughs) how did that happen? (laughs) Nobody told us. Yeah, time is flying. And we've already, as we were saying before, it's like time shifted during COVID, too. It feels like we lost a year or two. And it's just like, yeah, you know, but but we, you know, everybody says we still look good, man. And we still look young. And 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 we're smarter, wiser. (laughs) We are smarter, smarter, much more wisdom than we've had. We've we've gotten wiser over the years. Um, Democrats. have chosen Thursday uh, to start the January 6th hearings, the same day we do Thursday Coast. Uh, so maybe that's meaningful. I don't know. But it, they've hired uh, big time producers to do this even during prime time. I think it's a good idea to have these hearings prime time, don't you? It's yeah. I mean, the the country needs to know exactly what happened there needs to be that historical record needs to be set in stone it needs to be communicated and while i may not have a lot of faith that people will be persuaded or will otherwise choose to abandon the people who precipitated this crisis on our democracy it's important for for that that historical historical record to be to be established and for the perpetrators 
of this coup attempt to be paraded and vilified um, to the American people. So absolutely. Now, you're right. You've always been been very sober about this, that people who are locked in to where they're locked in rarely change. But could this not, Marcos, at least be a point of mobilization and re-energizing for our base, maybe? Yeah, it absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I think there's a lot of frustration in the sort of slow pace of, uh, of prosecutions, of accountability. You still have Steve Bannon running around doing his thing, free and pardoned and unaccountable to what he did. Um, and, and to be fair, we're seeing the Justice Department increase charges in some of these perpetrators, like the Proud Boys, right? They just kicked up charges on five of them, I believe, to conspiracy. And so as the investigation continues and more information comes to light, um, it seems that that maybe we might get some of the accountability everybody everybody is desperate for. And there's even some surprises. I mean, Mark, I don't know if you saw, but one of the people that was begging Donald Trump to stand on was his dumb son, right? Don Jr. was one of the few people that were begging him to to stand the 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 rioters the mob down and so there, it's gonna be an actually it's gonna be fascinating to see what this committee has been able to uncover we know that several high profile people will be publicly testifying so there should be some riveting moments we know that if this was up to just the democrats it might not be as effective but given that liz cheney is on a commission and she is clearly out for blood and isn't isn't um under the the uh constraints of democratic <laughs> fear we you know being a weenie like these democrats like are so afraid to 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 threaten you know for example some of these guys like mark meadows refusing to testify there should be criminal contempt charges against them right a lot of the Democrats are like, well, maybe we might consider doing something. And Liz Cheney's like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do something, right? These guys are breaking the law. So actually, ironically and disappointingly, in a lot of ways, I'm more hopeful about the commission, um, the commission's performance and its results because there is a hard-nosed a-hole conservative on that commission. Weirdly enough. Yeah, we, we, we can be too nice. As a matter of fact, you and I had the same guest on this week, uh, Igor Volsky, uh, uh, Ukrainian, by the way. Yep. And um, so now I didn't realize that you're going to talk to Igor, too, because when we talked last week, you know, and I brought up some of the things that people were suggesting. The people I was thinking of was Igor, because Igor is the one through Guns Down America that has been pushing for a White House executive office on gun policy. You weren't convinced last week. Did Igor change your mind? Did he convince nah, you? He, he didn't, but we had a, we had a good conversation about that. And, and it, it wasn't so, we didn't so much debated, but, but we acknowledged the political reality that if a commission is set up along those lines, it will motivate Republicans to, to, to activate their gun, their gun loving crazies. Uh, by claiming that Biden is out to get their guns, when in fact there's really no hope 
that this commission can actually pass anything because one, we have Congress in a stupid filibuster, right? So nothing's going to get through the Senate. And then you have a Supreme Court that has decided that that unfettered gun ownership is what the Constitution apparently meant when it said well-regulated militia, as opposed to any kind of private individual gun ownership rights. There's nothing in the Constitution about that. So, um, you know, what I thought was interesting, though, because acknowledging the, the, the legislative reality of the situation, one of the, one of the uh, tactics that his, you know, guns down organization is using, which actually I find to be kind of very, very interesting, is using corporate pressure, which has been very effective both on the marriage equality front, organizations like Microsoft early on giving domestic partner benefits really push the conversation forward in, in ways that that the legislature just wasn't going to do. And, and remember, Congress never addressed marriage equality. That ended up being a Supreme Court decision. Uh, and then second of all, it's also been very effective in, in the climate change debate where companies like Apple and, and again, Microsoft and IBM and others have committed to being carbon negative, at least carbon neutral, if not carbon negative, meaning that they actually produce more energy than they, than they consume all the way through their supply chain. So that, that is a lot of renewable energy sources. It's, a, it's you know, real recycling. I don't know if you know this, most people don't, but when you throw plastic into your recycling bin, it's going into a landfill. Almost none of that is recycled. And it's a con by the plastic companies to make you feel less guilty about using plastic products because there is very little market for, for recyclable plastics. So, so there's got to be real recycling. And it's a lot of these companies are actually more committed to actual recycling of their, like, of old electronics that, uh, that is not just lip service or pretend uh, green, greenwashing, you know, is what they call it, greenwashing. So, no, I didn't know that. So what do we, what, what do, we do then? If we if the plastic is I, nobody wants I don't want my plastic to go to landfill so what should I do? Use less plastic. Yeah, it's the only answer. Huh? Mm. Yeah, yeah, and and this is literally created by the plastic industry. The whole idea with the little triangle and to make you feel that less guilty about using their incredibly destructive products because remember plastics are derived from from petroleum products. So again, you're you're <laughs> you're uh, buying yet another petroleum product. And then on top of that, then it ends up in a landfill. So this is uh, this is a court. Now, a small percentage does get recycled, but it's it's tiny. And the vast majority of, of plastics going into that recycling bin of yours are actually being thrown into a landfill. Wow. Well, I, I kind of shifted from January 6th and to gun. <laughs> yeah, it's a little perfect. bit of a digression. Yeah, yeah. And, but, but the reason I did it, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm telling you, my, my brain is working. When you talked about weak Democrats, those of you who heard the show the other day, folks, Igor came. I don't know if he did the same with you, but he did a whole rant yep. on the show <laughs> about weak, mealy mouth Democrats. And that's what made me think about it. So yeah. it, it's kind of on both ends because you're right. And in Liz Cheney, have we need a Liz Cheney to give us cover, give Democrats oh cover freaking God, to, do, yeah. to, do, to do anything. So that's why I, I didn't mean to shift so uh, uh, abruptly. Let me just go back to January 6th for a moment. Um, hearings tonight, folks, Thursday night, um, people are going to be riveted. Obviously I wonder though, 
even with Fox's audience. So they're not going to air it. While I agree that people with them probably aren't going to flip, maybe just a, a minuscule amount. People got to be curious when, when you deny people from seeing something. I think those people are going to turn it on because um, they really want to see what's being said about their own people. I think they want to just see it, man. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be heavy. I don't, I don't know. These you are people that have created an entire media bubble to hide from from reality. And, and the, uh, these are people that have, if one of their own says something like, guys, COVID is real. They turn right. They, they've been turning on Donald Trump because Trump once upon a time said that people should vaccinate like he did. And anything that violates your sense of, of, of their perceived reality, it it's it's like it's it's, uh, it's a violent reaction and oftentimes quite literally. So I, I pretty much believe that Fox probably made a it's a, obviously a political decision, but I think it's just as much a a business decision, knowing that if they aired those hearings, that people would actually turn it off and they're still going to get, they're still going to see stuff. Don't, don't forget, right. They'll cut snippets and they'll take it out of context and they'll create entire alternate universe realities based on snip, you know, out of context snippets. And then you're going to have Tucker Carlson come in. He's not even going to bother taking stuff out of context. He's just going to make stuff up, right. He's just going to say the, in the hearings, they did this and this and this. And it's all going to be fueled by this online machine of memes and and BS. And so they're going to walk around thinking that they're informed about the hearings. But it's not going to have any actual relationship with the actual hearings. They're not going to watch them unvarnished without that without that right wing spin. That's that that just hurts too much. And there's actual research. This is so crazy that abandoning your core beliefs can be physically painful. And people will do everything possible to avoid that pain. I mean, what if you heard somebody said Donald Trump actually is a humanitarian? You've been lied to your whole life. He's donated billions of dollars to to puppies and orphanages and everything you've been fed is a lie. Would we be like, I be no, we'd be like, yeah, right. OK, <laughs> sure. Like. It would take and let's say it's actually reality, right? It would it would take a massive, almost impossible shift to take what we know is the truth. And we know it's the truth because it's the truth, right? I mean, we're not we're not we don't have an alternate media bubble to create a truth. But if somebody came out and said, no, it's everything, you know, is, is a lie, how it, we might get there eventually. But it wouldn't be like, oh, oh OK, cool. I, I didn't I didn't know. But now I know. No, it would it would take serious work. And um, I was a Republican, so I actually know and it, it was a years long process of little by little going like, yeah, yeah, I can't defend that thing that Republicans just did. And I, I can't defend this thing Republicans just did to the point where one day I was like, what's left? But it was a slow, gradual process. And thank God I wasn't sucked into that because that, the online media world didn't exist back in the in the 80s and early 90s who knows what might have been i'd like to think I'm, I'm immune to that stuff and i'd be with the you know never trumpers if uh, you know in if we accelerated the timeline but you never know and so this stuff is hard so yeah they're not gonna they're not if even if they were to watch it then they would run to Tucker Carlson to to like assuage them that it's all lies and made up and it's all a a 
a witch hunt to embarrass their their deity, Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. And it's interesting what you said, too, about it being a business decision, because they have cultivated this audience that may actually, you're right, turn them off, yeah. <laughs> which which they can't afford or maybe they can't since they don't have advertisers. They're staying on the air without advertisers. So I don't know if ratings even matter as much to them anymore um, and viewership. Um, so we'll just go back to guns for a minute and then we're going to close out with Ukraine, as always. Now, um, Matthew McConaughey. That that what he did was was I mean it it always helps when celebrities speaking of deities, you know, um, people deify celebrity, whether yeah, people yeah. Or not. So when somebody like Matthew McConaughey comes out and says what he says, that's that's pretty meaningful. So with Igor, you know, part of what we talked about was was and I guess I never finished the thought, but just like corporate America is sort of leading the way where the legislature. Congress is failing on climate change and marriage equality. They're doing the same thing with, they can't, they're not, but they can do the same thing on the gun issue is lead, you know, things like Walmart and supermarkets where a lot of these murders are happening, mass murders are happening. Walmart in itself is like a killing zone. If you look at some of the numbers, hundreds of people dead in the last couple of years from gun violence in Walmart. Um, There's a place for corporate America to to lead on that. Uh, But the other thing we talked about is, that cultural shift. Republicans, conservatives in general, made owning a gun part of the cultural identity of being a conservative. To be a good conservative means you have to buy not just a gun, but all the guns. And the gun manufacturers have fed that, you know, with this idea of, of you know, you're a patriot because you're protecting your freedoms. And so there has to be a, a shift for a long time. Everybody was sort of like, oh, let the hunters have their guns as though this was an issue about hunters. And it's never, you know, it hasn't been about hunters. We were, things were better when it questioned when the NRA was just hunters. And um, so part of that is this cultural shift. And again, the youth are leading this, right? You know, young kids don't really want to die in school shootings. They're, 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 not, pretty, they're not excited about that in the least bit. And so, like in a lot of other issues, youth are leading on on this. But having a a cultural shift where where important and influential voices are speaking up on the issue in a way that they haven't been for lots of reasons can can only help. And just like it was a cultural shift that made it okay to be gay and for same-sex relationships to be accepted, and just like there's been a cultural shift to be more tolerant of trans kids and trans people, um, there needs to be a cultural shift where people with guns are 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 frowned upon, that it's seen as as uh, dangerous and uncool, and you know maybe even a little sad and pathetic because uh, it's clear some of these you know gun owners are are buying their death sticks to overcompensate for other in that, you know, <laughs> for over things where they're uh, not measuring up. Uh, so it, it's, there has to be that cultural shift. So yeah, McConaughey, it was good. And hopefully it just sort of opens up the door to a lot more, more of that social uh, creating a making gun owners, social pariahs, and not just like gun owners, but you know, the people who want to carry their, AR-15 into Walmart with their open carry, because that makes nobody feel safe. And 
Igor made a really good point, right? Because I, I, you know, I grew up in El Salvador. I visit almost every year where gun use because of the, it's a nation that's a no, it's a wash in weapons. So every little storefront has a garden front with a, with a, with a rifle for protection, not just protection against crime, but also protection against gangs. And there's nobody feels safe, right? Nobody feels safe in the world where everybody has guns. And, and the way Igor put it is people want the gun so they feel safe, but if their neighbor has a gun, it doesn't make him feel safe. So in the aggregate, in a world where everybody has guns, nobody is feeling safe, even if you're huddled with your own weapon at home, thinking that it's actually protecting you from something. And so um, I think there's a lot of room to, even in rural areas, to go on the offensive against the open carry yahoos because uh, nobody, nobody feels safe in it when the you know, a-hole walks in carrying a loaded weapon into a public space. Good points. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Um, Ukraine. Um, so you've written this week about a couple of things. Uh, one, the, there's a small town. I want to pronounce it correctly. Dovinki. Something. Who knows? <laughs> and, yeah, uh, but, I, I pronounce it Dovhenka in my mind, but who okay. the heck knows? Yeah. Uh, they, they're, that little small place is, is making a difference. Is it not? It's a, it's a little town. You know, there, there's, there's mass death happening in a co- in a town called Severodonetsk on a far tip, very exposed tip that Ukraine is holding on to for dear life. And, and uh, this was a town of about a hundred thousand before the war. Um, and um, everything, Russia's throwing everything into this town and Ukraine is throwing in all their reinforcements, but it's, it's out, exposed, often a, at the edge of a, of a finger of, of, Ukraine, of Ukrainian-held territory. And, and the thing is, this town has zero strategic value, none. Like, Ukraine can pull across a river. The, the city on the other side of the river is on a hill, so you got the high ground. And militarily, the high ground is everything. And yet, hundreds, if not thousands, of Ukrainians and Russians are dying for a town that means nothing. 
Now you go about 45 miles to the west and you had this little town of Dovhenke, which before the war had 850 people. It's literally a couple of farms. And yet that town is on the road to a major city that, that Russia wants to try to cut off that big, a big chunk of Ukrainian defenders, including those that are in this town of Severodonetsk and the far tip east of the front. And that little town of 850 is legitimately strategic. And Russia charges it about once every one to uh, three days. And about every two weeks, Russia claims it has captured it. And yet after three months, this town is held out. And to me, it, it's actually been fascinating watching this, this, this truly strategic place become, you know, this, this un, almost unremarkable battleground while everybody's eyes are focused on a city that's much larger, but really has no, no strategic value whatsoever to anybody on either side, other than propaganda, maybe. And then there's an issue, most recently you've written about the weaponry, how that weapons are coming in for Ukraine to defend herself, but that's not without some issues, right? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of grumbling and complaining that NATO in the West has been slow to send in um, modern weapon systems. And a lot, of, a lot of NATO's focus has been trying to get Ukraine Soviet era systems, which is what is mostly present in Ukraine's army. Uh, and that is because it is what they know how to maintain. And so there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it, it only takes a month to teach somebody to fly the F-16, or it only takes a month to teach somebody to operate the Patriot anti-air missile system, or it only takes a month for somebody to, to learn how to drive a, a, an M1 Abrams tank. And what people don't realize is that operating a system is the easy part. That's okay, no problem. The difficult part is maintaining it. So to learn to maintain an F-16, school's over a year long. Patriot Missile System School to learn how to maintain it is 54 weeks. It's a year long. M1 Abrams is six months. And here's the thing. That's just the initial training. That's just the schooling. It's like going to college, right? You don't learn everything for your job in college. No, you get a basic overview. And then you go to your job. And then people, you know, managers, they, they teach you your job job, right? In the Army, Air Force, and the U.S. military, any military, Western military, after you're finished with your initial training to, to maintain something, you go to your unit, and then you have non-commissioned officers, NCOs, they're, they're sergeants, you know them as sergeants. They've been around for eight to 20 years. They've been around a while. They know the inside out of every system that they're working on, and then they continue educating those new recruits on how to maintain this, this, this piece of equipment. And, you know, there's probably a million edge cases and that sergeant, he or she has seen all the edge cases in over the years. So, you know, this new mechanic, new maintenance personnel runs into some kind of roadblock. And then the sergeant's like, oh, here's how you fix it. That does not exist in Ukraine. There is no experienced core of NCO sergeants who know how to maintain complex Western weapon systems. So there's been a lot of talk now that the, you know, the U.S. sent this howitzer system, M777. It's about as simple a weapon system as you can have in Western, in the Western armies. Not a lot of electronics. 
And yet now there are reports that Ukraine has to ship them off to Poland because of maintenance issues. And so it's just a reminder that even a simple system, and this, the, the reason that, that the U.S. sent the M777 is because it was one of the easiest systems to maintain logistically. And yet even that, Ukraine's having trouble. So when they start getting things like MLRS, which is rocket artillery, which is the next thing coming, I know MLRS. That was my job in the Army. We had a hard time maintaining that. We had nine MLRS launchers in our unit at any given time, we were lucky to have six operational and it was peacetime. We had those experienced mechanics and, you know, and, and maintenance crew that could, that could fix this stuff in peacetime with perfect supply lines and no real, you know, you're not worried about getting, you know, you're having your supply train with, with parts blown up. These are not very durable systems. And so I think people are getting their hopes up about what's arriving. And, and I, I just, I know they're not going to be as available. If M777's howitzers are having to be shipped back to Poland, it's going to be 10 times worse when you have these, these more modern systems. And so this is the reason that the West has dragged their feet on sending really high-end Western systems, just because nobody understands that the problem isn't the operator. That's the easy part. Yeah, no, you can, you can train somebody in, in, in a matter of weeks or months, depending on the system. Maintaining that stuff is what's hard. So folks, um, all of us can relate, especially in this era of COVID, when we've been home to our technological challenges. Sometimes these laptops and computers don't act right. So imagine if you're dealing with systems. I had no idea. You've learned two things from Marcos that putting the plastic in the, in the blue bag don't mean nothing. One, today. And two, I didn't know it took that long to learn those systems and, and, to, and then not to mention keeping them operational and yeah, and you're not, and again, so an M1 Abrams tank, it's six month school, just the initial broad overview. And then they expect you to keep learning once you get to your unit. And it takes a couple of years for somebody to become an experienced tank maintenance operator. Sure, you have. You don't, yeah, yeah, you don't do that in right. a couple of weeks or a couple of months. And so does that mean we don't train Ukrainians, are you training Ukrainians on F 16s? I say we do, right? I mean, might as well start. But the idea that these systems would be effective in a war anytime soon is, is unrealistic. And it, to me, it's, it's not a question of, okay, let's not send anything. The question, the, it's understand why some of this stuff is getting there slowly or some Western nations aren't really rushing to provide equipment that is unusable for literally years. Well, it shows how much I know. I mean, I know a, a flying an aircraft is complicated. I thought literally a tank, if you brought me one today, I just turned ignition and hit it. Rocket launcher. Thought you just pulled the trigger, but yeah, the operator, <laughs> the operator. That's why it takes a couple of weeks to train an operator to do something like that. But yeah. that system, it's a computer. You know, it, it's yeah. that that rocket that rocket launcher has literally has a laptop, basically a, a hardened laptop as fire control. If that thing goes down, those, you know, you learn to press a button. You don't learn how to open up a motherboard and, and fix a fried circuit board, right? You don't, you just don't learn to do that. And, um, and there's no it, iPhone, compatible iPhone app for these things? No, there isn't. And an M1 Abrams tank, which is what we have, they literally have jet turbine engines. So it's like learning to fix a jet 
engine on a tank. And that's not including the, the targeting computer. It's not including the, uh, the loading mechanism. It's not including the suspension. I mean, there, there's, there's so much. I mean, imagine learning to fix a modern car. It's what it is, right? I mean, modern car, once upon a time, if you were handy with a wrench, you could fix any car, right? It was, they, they all had the same parts. Nowadays, literally you have these, these, you know, you go to an auto body shop with a modern car and they plug it into a computer to do the diagnostics, right? And, and then there's a whole nother level of complexity that, that makes it almost impossible for a, a handy person to fix their own modern vehicles. And military gear is exponentially more complicated. Oh, that's a lot. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. And the war rages on. The war in Ukraine, the war with and against gun violence, <laughs> the war on our democracy. Yeah. I mean, it, but there's that, about three worlds. World War Three. There's three of them going on right now. If you want to count that as World War Three, three world wars happening right now. Thursday Coast, uh, DailyCoast.com, Civics with a Q. Also check out the Brief, folks, weekly. Another one of your favorite and our favorite podcasts, Marcos joins us every Thursday. He's been doing it for years now as we watch our children age and grow older and, Ooh. you know, we're thankful and um, all of that. And we, you know, even as we have our, you know, I thought about, it, I'm sure you did too, his son graduating, my son turning 20. Um, it was a bit bittersweet just coming after this school shooting because some of these parents will never have the experience we just had seeing our children grow and go on. If that does not make people want to stop this, I don't know what does. Uh, you this know, is a, this is a sick country. Yeah. So Something is wrong all- with the soul. The people yeah. talk about soul, the soul, the morality. When Barbara talks about moral, something is wrong that we live in a culture that can't resolve this. And, and they talk about life and choosing life and they're trying to protect life. And um, they literally are not. Mark, the week before graduation at Berkeley, they arrested a kid with, with multiple assault rifles and bomb parts in Berkeley. Uh, 
who had plans to shoot up the school, my, my kid's school. And luckily he asked other people to join him. And that's what tipped off the authorities. Cause you know, these kids ratted him out, thankfully. Um, but yeah, that's how close all of us are. Yeah. Y'all gone are the days of that will never happen to me. Yep. That's over. Um, we tried that w- with AIDS and that didn't work out too well. All right. <laughs> so that's, there's no such thing, folks. We're touched by it all. Marcos Melissa's. Thank you as always, buddy. Always Ever- a pleasure. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister or brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.